Thank you, Father. We honor you, Lord. We glorify your name. We magnify you tonight, O oh God, for another time in your presence. Honor and glory to you, Lamb of God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, glory to Jesus. Oh, worthy are you, Lamb of God. We celebrate you tonight. We worship you, Lord, in the beauty of your holiness. Thank you, Father, for another opportunity to come before you, to stand before you and proclaim your living word, your eternal word. What a privilege, oh God, to be alive in this moment, to be part of this new day, to be part of your voice for this new season. Thank you, Father. Oh, hallelujah. My soul rejoices in you. I celebrate you, oh God, this day. Thank you for the things that your spirit is ushering into the earth in this season and time. Thank you for the things that your spirit is birthing. Thank you, Father, for the manifestation of your counsel. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you that wisdom is building this house. You're building this house, oh God. Thank you, Lord, that we are becoming, yes, an edifice of your righteousness, of your glory. What a privilege to be alive in days like this. What a time to be in existence. I celebrate you tonight. Oh, hallelujah. Glory and honor be unto you, King of glory, Lamb of God. Thank you, Father, for your will and counsel. Thank you for the things that you're going to be wrathing tonight. Thank you for the things that you're going to be establishing tonight. Thank you, Father, for every heart, every mind, every woman tonight that will be in, that will be that will have an encounter. Yes, that will be touched. That will be imparted, O oh God. Lord, that our gathering, our meeting in this place, in this certain place. In this cyber hub, oh God, will yield fruits unto righteousness. Our life tonight, once again, will press further, further into the demand, into the speakings of your requirement for this new day. Our heart, oh God, tonight yearns for you, King of glory. We thank you for what you are about to reveal once again to us. As we join force with you, Holy Spirit, as we come into agreement with you, we believe that the things, Lord, that we will be hearing, O oh God, will bring inroad, impartation, clarity, direction, understanding, and illumination to every aspect of our life. That this word, O oh God, will be words that will indeed bring us to the dimension of your kingdom. The requirements, the expression, the demand of your will for our life in this season once again will be clearer to us as we engage this word. As we come beyond the realms of the opinions of men. As we focus more on that which your spirit is saying and demanding of us in this brand new day. We pray, oh God, tonight 
that lord the cross will bring us to the place of surrendering that yes lord the message of the cross will bring us to the place of total yieldedness that once again tonight there will be a push a moving forward oh god <laughs> a depth and acceleration into the inner core of that which is required of us so we might become receivers oh god declarers oh god yes men and women carriers oh god of the things of your kingdom tonight that you will find a place to highlight in our lives and through our life that this will not just be ordinary words no but this will be instrumental god that you have ordained oh god to bring your people to the place of your divine counsel and intention so we thank you i thank you lord for everyone that will be joining or listening oh god in one way or the other through this message oh god that once again there will be oh god that position oh god of newness in their life we thank you we thank you for the things that you have been sharing the things that you've been saying the things that you've been declaring the things that you've been revealing to us these are not mere words but they are words of hope words of life words that is triggering our faith we're coming to a new sense of life a new sense of identity a new sense of authority governmental kingdom authority thank you father our minds have been renewed we are becoming brand new people on earth in the midst of the challenges and the wars and the limitations and the fear and the contradictions that we are rising up oh god yes as nehemiah rose up we're rising up, O oh God. As Daniel rose, we are rising up, O oh God. Yes, as, as, as Deborah and Esther and Ruth and all of these powerful vessels that have gone ahead of us, as they rose above the challenge of the day, we are rising up, O oh God. We are taking our place. Your will is finding inroad expression. A place, O oh God, to highlight. We thank you. We honor you tonight. Oh, hallelujah. King of glory, come, take your place. Have your way. Be glorified, be magnified, be exalted. We proclaim this word to God that will go forth out of this place to the ends of the earth as lives are being touched across the nations. Father, once again, we pray that this word will not be different, that this word will be a word that will accelerate men and women across the board, across nations, oh God, into that realm, into that place. Of truth into that place of life into that place of light into the place of rema into that place yes of the daba of your word once again your word will accelerate us bring us to a new height in the spirit once again we will grow taller once again we will grow taller in the spirit once again we will be added onto we will mature father we will come to the place where we are no longer sons where we're no longer children us through and fro we are coming to a day of maturity we're coming to the place of full expression oh god yes of our telios we thank you honor and glory be to you king of glory lamb of god we thank you tonight hallelujah oh glory to jesus once again i want to welcome everyone that is joining will be joining us wherever you are joining from tonight i want to really welcome you to another live broadcast this is the voice of isaiah phillips on the potter's gate 
online broadcast. This is a place where we broadcast the heart of God, the mind of God, the intentions of God. This is the place where we reveal the, the prophetic, yes, utterance of God for individual life, for communities, for home, for family, and of course for nations and this generation. We are a voice to this generation. I want to welcome you tonight. I want to believe God that as you connect with that which the Spirit of God is proclaiming and declaring in this brand new day through this auspice through this platform that there will be acceleration in your life amen that there will be development in your life amen that the spirit of god amen will find inroad into every area of your life that this word will bring you to a place of development that there will be quantum leap of your your faith to that place amen of divine you know acceleration and expression it is my prayer tonight that this will not just be another word that will just, you know, uh, uh, excite you. But this is a word that will push you, that will take you further, that will bring you to the place, amen, where indeed you'll be able to say, I have left all to follow Christ. Yes. And when you come to that dimension where you have left everything to follow Jesus, I tell you, there are things that will begin to happen in your life that will dumbfound men. God is doing something new in our day. There is a move of God, amen, that we are... We are partakers of, amen. We are in the day of the accelerations of the counsels of God. This is the day where the Spirit of God is given to us, amen. A new effort to wear, amen. We have entered into a new spiritual spirit priesthood amen this priesthood amen born after the order of melchizedek is bringing us to the point and place where we can exercise amen our spiritual identity as kings and priests in the earth of course amen with the powerful prophetic spirit enhancing our life so we can walk in that spirit of discernment we can walk in that spirit amen of intercession we can stand on behalf of cities nations community amen we can stand and accelerate the will of god so welcome this is the potter's gate online broadcast uh for a while the spirit of the lord has been speaking to us the lord has been giving us clarity and direction in fact when you look back to you know how the Lord has spoken to us last year, in late, late last year, November, December, all right, and, and January this year. I mean, we've dealt with some powerful spiritual principles and value system that can you know you know catapult anyone to that place amen of divine intention it is our ministry in this place amen to give the undiluted word of god it is our calling amen to release god's prophetic heart amen and when that word hits your heart amen they become tools amen in your hand wherever you are wherever you are if you if you if you will come in contact if you receive amen if you if you intermingle with the things that we're talking about they will turn amen into tools in your life they will they will become answers and solution amen to those areas and that is the ministry of the word of god before i go into what the spirit of the lord has you know as handmark for tonight i just quickly want to emphasize that because there is this perception there is this notion all right that when we preach that the word of god means nothing or the word of god has no ability or capacity to bring people amen into the place of application and that is a lie we need to emphasize i need to re-emphasize amen and you know declare this that the word of god hallelujah is spirit and is life and when the word hit your spirit when the word touches amen your core that word begin to steer amen dimensions in your life amen regarding those areas that the spirit of god will have you you know function the word of god begins to give you answer and solution the the, the only reason 
reason why people hear the word of God and cannot translate the word of God, amen, into powerful spiritual tools and into powerful, amen, you know, material tools that, that can change their life, that can transform their space, is because first the Bible says the word they have received are not mixed with faith. And faith is not just some things dang dangling in the air. Amen. Faith is active obedience to what God has said. When we walk in obedience to the heart of God, to the mind of God, amen, God will begin to release his life into that which we have received. And that word, amen, becomes translated, amen, into relevant, amen, principles that become tools, amen, in whatever area of life that we need it. So when we talk about, you know, kingdom truth, when we talk about the days of apostolic uh, spirit, we are talking about things that are relevant, amen, for our life. The Bible says, our God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost, amen, and with power. Who did what? Who went about, going about is empowered to be able to have mobility, to step into what heaven will have you do, amen. Start with a point where you are empowered, you are endued. And that's why we're emphasizing the concept, amen, of Acts chapter 1. Tarry in Jerusalem. Something happens in your heart, in your spirit. Something changes within the core, amen, of your faculty, within your mindset, within your, within your belief system, amen, within your perspective amen if you tarry and receive that endowment that first release of the spirit of god amen enables you i mean we saw a man like peter amen that you know was afraid we, we saw you know people that had no capacity had no ability had no you know mobility amen the same peter who denied jesus thrice when peter was endowed amen with the spirit on that day in the upper room the bible says he was the one who stood and boldly declare the heart of God. This is that that has been prophesied by the prophet Joel. There is something about, amen, the spirit of God that translates what we have received, amen, into ability, capacity, amen, and capability to accelerate, to bring us into that area where we become effective and relevant, amen, as stewards of God. After all, that is the essence of our work with God, amen. And I want to show you some things, all right, tonight that I hope and I pray will accelerators will bring us further into that point into that place where we can become indeed instrument in the hand of god yes the lord said we must pray amen for for harvesters for laborers amen uh, we, we want to believe god that in the days that we live in that we call the days amen of the kingdom the days of the nearness of the kingdom which of course amen is related to the days of the harvest that we will become effective in every area in every aspect and when i talk about effectiveness please I'm not just talking about the ability to carry out something in the natural. We've emphasized on that in, in the past. That whatever we are able to carry out in the natural realm must stem, must begin, must have a root, amen, from a position that is spiritual. And that spirituality is not just some idea, some, you know, religious thing that we're doing. No. Spirituality is connected to the life of God. When we connect, amen, to, to the things of the spirit, hallelujah, those things are Bound to translate into effective working tools. We need to explain. We need to continue to explain this thing because a lot of people do not understand. You know what? And the reason why they don't understand is because what they define to be spiritual, it's not spirituality. 
I always say amen, that everything in the human dimension has a, has a direct connection to spirituality. Amen. That is, that is what I call the spirituality of all things. Amen. In everything that you see and the things that you can see, there is a sense of spirituality to it. Why? Because God breathed into those things. Everything that God called to be, God breathed into that existed, amen, carries a dimension, amen, of the very life of God. And whatever carries the life of God has the essence, amen, of spirituality in it. Hallelujah. So as we begin to look into the redefining, you know, the days that we live in, the, the, the ministry heaven has called us into, the assignment that heaven, amen, is given to us or has given to us, we need to have a solidity. We need to have a strong base. We need to have, you know, a clear insight into what the Spirit of God, amen, has said. So we don't misjudge. So we don't misinterpret. So we don't, amen, take the things of God for granted or jump into conclusion of the things of God, amen, without having a right understanding and the accurate blueprint of the things of the Spirit. All right, so we've been dealing with, we've been dealing with, amen, entering into the days of the apostolic spirit all right we, we've said that if we're going to engage the the days that we live in if we're going to accelerate the counsels the prophetic counsels of god for our day we must go back to the blueprint we must go back to god's word we must understand the intentions of god we must understand amen the lay down pattern there that god will have us amen understand and walk in so we can arrive in that place amen where we can carry out his his, his intentions or his purpose for our life and we've been looking at some example from the word of god and i tell you if you have been following us by now i'm sure you you will you will you will find relevancy to the things that we've been talking about and i say those things amen are very practical as as much as amen they are spiritual amen but they are very practical because spirituality amen has a point as a place amen of expression of inroad have you noticed that when jesus prayed something happens to people in the natural and the same thing amen when we pray things happen in the natural as it is in the place of prayer where we see results of somebody getting healed somebody getting free somebody getting delivered it's the same principle that applies amen to maybe you are engaging in a marketplace you know kind of ministry where you know you have to carry out you know a, a function a business a career something you understand even in your ed academics your education or right, when the spirit of god comes into your life into your space it changes amen your view your understanding i mean the bible talk about the spirit of god being the spirit of knowledge the spirit of wisdom amen the spirit of counsel the spirit of power that word power is not just amen the ability to you know to to exert strength that word power earlier it speaks into the ability to administrate to make things work to make things happen now, those are part of amen the expressions of the spirit of god so if people claim to have the spirit of god but th their life is not manifesting is not showcasing is not revealing amen those fruits then something is wrong with their definition of spirituality and i think that those are the things that we are dealing with today and it is important that those of us that God has given insight and understanding regarding these things, that we begin to, you know, school and help people to understand.
And in fact, we need to develop curriculums in this area such that when people talk about spirituality, they're not talking about something vague. They're not talking about just something that is abstract. Yes, spirituality is transcendent. Yes, but spirituality also has what? Impact. After all, the, script, the scripture says the kingdom of God is what is coming near, near you. Whenever the kingdom of God comes near us, it changes our, our space. It changes the sphere. It changes our location. It changes our view, perception. It changes the way we do things. It changes our values, our methods. Amen. It changes our philosophy. Understanding gets to be upgraded when, whenever there is a nearness of the kingdom. Amen. In your life, in your space, you can be the same again. And those are the things that we are emphasizing. Let somebody, you know, begin to, you know, think that when we talk about these things that we're just talking about something that is just dangling in the air. No, no. We are taking that which, amen, we have received in the spirit and we are bringing, bringing them down into the human realm. The, the Bible says in the book of Ephesians that we have been blessed with all spiritual blessing in heavenly places. Now, how to engage with the heavenlies, amen, how to bring that which, amen, as been established from one realm into the realm that we can touch and see and feel is another dimension and that has to do with amen the container the vessel if a man will purge himself from these things all right if we're not seeing things happening based on you know biblical you know our expectation it means that we have to look at our own life not god not 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 what he has said no we have to look into amen the container the vessel if the vessel is not ready if the vessel is not prepared if the vessel hallelujah has not been well furnished and and and, and kitted and ready amen in regarding the things of the spirit you know we we, we take the things of god most time casually and in, in in a place where we don't take it casually we misjudge we miss we misinterpret and i think that is a problem that we are seeing today with many many believers including those who claim that they are in the forefront of what god is doing they have a better understanding i can i can i can i can i can dare to say that very few very few people in our day in fact among those who are into the apostolic very few truly understand the act the nature the ways amen of spirituality i'm talking about biblical spirituality not some spirituality that you know we 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 we, we believe that you know is connected to all kinds of things all right we, we we need to we need to strip ourselves from all the mixture and really come i tell you very few people can 100 percent depend on what god says and for those of us who have dared to depend you know sometimes they look at us and they think we're foolish they think we don't know what we're talking about but we believe that god will continue to debunk those lies now tonight I, I i want to quickly you know bring us again to you know to this point i believe the lord will help us to further add to many of the things that we've been talking about of course tonight is our session 11 of this teachings that we have been doing amen engaging the spirit of amen the apostolic of course connecting that to what we what we have defined amen as the age of the kingdom of god yes 
and, and let me quickly explain what we mean by that, the age of the kingdom. It means that we're coming into amen, the, 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 the atmosphere. We're coming into the, into the education, into the, into the faculty, into the dimension of a life, into the spiritual philosophy amen, of how God thinks, of how God reasons, amen, of how things are done amen, in that heavenly life, in that heavenly dimension. That is what we mean when we say coming into the kingdom, functioning within the kingdom. The kingdom is not just amen, a place that we go someday. Of course, we're going to be with the Lord one day. Amen. And wherever he is, amen, is the expression of his kingdom. Wherever the presence of God amen, is, is the very ex expression or extension of his kingdom. So it is important that we understand or that when we're defining kingdom, we're defining amen, a realm, a place that God amen, has his domain. Of course, he's everywhere, but, but the Bible says amen, where the spirit of the Lord is, where the spirit of the Lord has been given permission amen, to, to reside and to preside, there the Bible says amen, the power of God is. There the Lord has command amen, his, his, his blessing, his wisdom, his grace to function. And I think it's important that we emphasize on this that the kingdom of God amen is the place where the presence of God is the kingdom of God amen is the is the domain amen of his of his will the kingdom of God is the is the domain amen of his of his essence of his desire hallelujah that the, the kingdom of God I mean God fills all things but a place where we can declare and establish as the kingdom of God is a place where all of God amen is accepted all of God amen when I take when I say God, I'm talking about the creator, the father himself, amen, the Elion, amen, the Ebenezer, our God, amen, the, 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 the Elohim, hallelujah, in that dimension where everything that man defines to be, you know, power, authority, amen, is given to him, he rules there, that place, amen, is the extension of his kingdom, God is everywhere, he's everywhere, but where we have allowed him, to rule to reign when we continue to say your kingdom come into this space into my space into my home into my family community business career when we when we allow when we yield our will to his will amen his kingdom come there and when his kingdom comes to that place guess what his authority his power his dominion amen his creativity amen his his, his resources his, his wealth his his blessings amen are found there So that is a foundation of what we are doing in terms of moving further as we proceed further into the frontiers of the days ahead of us. Amen. We want to see the establishment of the kingdom of God in those dimensions, in those areas. So, so in the in the comings of the kingdom of God, amen, we will see God challenge the wisdom of men, the kingdoms of men. We will see God challenge, amen, the knowledge of men. In fact, that is what Jesus Christ came to do beyond just coming to die. Of course, when Jesus died on the cross, that was, that was a point where he gave you an access amen to share to return back amen to our domain to return back to our first estate to come back to the place where the first man the first adam hallelujah enjoyed amen as it were in the garden remember there was a kingdom in the garden the bible call it paradise but when man when adam abdicated his place his position his authority guess what he lost that power he lost that influence he lost the domain and the dominion that was given to him in fact the scripture said he was cast out amen of of of, of the garden of eden and that was of course something that the enemy himself planned 
he, he planned it and he, and, and he ex executed it. But we are believing the Lord that in the days where amen, we have been given opportunity to return back and to begin to live life from that atmosphere, from that environment of the kingdom of God via our redemption in Christ. Because that's the only way we can return. <laughs> the Bible says, except a man be born again, he cannot see. So the sight, our the restoration of our sight, amen, is the first, is the first clue, is the first hallelujah manifestation, is the first fruit, amen, of one who is called a kingdom dweller. The Bible says, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Like I always say, the kingdom of God is not something that you can see with your eyes. You may be able to feel his power, you may be able to feel his authority, you may be able to feel the impact of the kingdom, but you are not permitted to see it. <laughs> Just like amen, nobody can see the wind, but we can feel the impact of the wind. We can feel the impact, hallelujah, of the wind, but we can say, oh, that's the wind. We can see, but we can feel the wind. The same with the things of God, the same with the kingdom of God. But the Bible says, amen, if, if, if we will accept Jesus Christ into our life now, what that means is that something happens within our life, amen, that translates us, that takes us from that old life, that, you know, you know, a, a position where man fell from that position where man lost his his, his, his his identity amen when we give when we surrender when we acknowledge amen that Christ is his Lord his king when we, because indeed that is the battle the enemy wants to take the place of Christ Lucifer wanted to take the place of Christ but what you remember what he said to Jesus is that if you will bow down and worship me I will give you the kingdoms of this world <laughs> He says, it's been given to me. We know how, what happened. And Jesus said to him, <laughs> it is written. It is written. I mean, I mean the, 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 the written word of God, amen, is a gateway into resourcing, into sourcing life that, that allow us to be able to take our stand and reclaim, amen, our position of identity within the reality, within the realm of God. It is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. This is not just some, you know, reading the scripture, but this is having close proximity with the Father. But by every word that proceeds, it is the proceeding word out of the mouth of the Father that gives us access, that gives us ability, capacity to exercise authority based on what is written. The preceding word will always affirm and confirm, amen, the written word. And when these two, amen, merges together, we have what is called dunamis, dynamite. We have authority, amen. We can, we can cast out, amen, the, the spirit of lies and deception. And Jesus said, amen, get thee behind me. Why? Because he understood what was written. And these were the battles that Jesus went into, that went through, amen, to establish for us that pathway, that gateway, amen, that allow us to begin to see the kingdom of God even as we accept Christ into our life except a man be born again he cannot see that is the key amen Go, going to heaven is secondary the primary the primary essence of redemption is that we become illuminated amen that we become that we that we, we become alive again amen in the in the dimension of the un, un, unseen amen that we cannot interact with that dimension of our true essence of our original state of our original you know place in the in the lord amen that when you give your life to jesus christ you come alive 
You're no longer dead. Amen. You're no longer bound. Amen. To the ways of this world. You're no longer limited. Amen. To the opinions of men. And that is the heart of my message tonight. That when you when you come to the place, amen, of, of redemption, you come to the place of ascendance. You come to the place, amen, of transcendence. You come to the place, amen, of reality. You come to the place where you can see things from that realm that is called above. You come to the heel of the law. You are able to see things. You are able to discern men. You are able to discern the heart of men. No wonder the Bible says Jesus knew the heart of men. He will not commit himself because now he's not operating from just the position of Jesus. Amen. He's operating from the reality. Amen. As a son of God. This day I have begotten you. When we walk in obedience, we walk, amen, in the power of the ascended ones. We walk in the authority, amen, of, 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 of the new life we have in Christ Jesus. They said new wine can only be poured into new wine skin. The new wine, amen, speaks of the new spirit, speaks of the infilling, the impartation, amen, the, the, the awakening of the spirit of God. But they said that spirit can only come and resident in a place, amen, that has been yielded, that has been surrendered, that has been submitted to Christ. New wine can only be poured into new wine scheme. When you, when you become a new wine skin, you live above the opinions of men. When you, when you become a new wine skin, you live among men, but you are not of men. You, 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 you live beyond, amen, the, the ideas, the, 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 the limitations, the fear, hallelujah, the opinions, you know, the, 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 the will of man. No, what men say no longer have the final say over your life. It is what, amen, you have been destined for because now you live life. You, you see things from the transcended, ascended dimension of life. Now, these are all spiritual reality. And this reality becomes effective when, amen, your spirit begins to grow. Amen. You're no longer a child. You're no longer babe, tossed through and fro by every wind of doctrine. You've come to the place of ascendance. You've come to the place, amen, of maturity. You have become a teleos. Hallelujah. Now you are growing. You are maturing. You can take, hallelujah, mature things, spiritual things. You can see things by the spirit. You understand things by the spirit. Even when those things look so innocent in the natural, you can discern. You have a back end understanding of, of things hallelujah <laughs> that is what i'm talking about this is the realm this is the place that heaven wants us to function from being a child of god is not just about amen carrying a christian badge amen is about expressing amen a new life amen is about walking in a dimension that is beyond human limitation that is beyond human opinion it is coming to a place amen where you begin to say all things are possible through christ who enables me who strengthens me hallelujah who, who surnamed me hallelujah all things are possible where your word and the and the things of the spirit comes into unison come into agreement you see many times what we believe what we say does not come does not agree with what the lord amen is saying or what the lord have said and that's why, amen, things don't really work out for us because uh, the scripture says, can two walk together except they be in agreement. The point of agreement, amen, is a point where we surrender, where we yield, where we give in, amen, to the values, to the principle, to the philosophy, and if you will, to the traditions of the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is a 
present working relevant reality. The kingdom of God is an operating system, amen, of a life, amen, in Christ. The kingdom of God, amen, is a working, amen, operating system of a life in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. In Christ, the Bible says, amen, all things dwell in Christ. All things are complete. Christ is the completion of all things. The Bible says he feels all things. So to operate in kingdom is not just about a realm, a place. You have to understand that kingdom, amen, is a, is a, is a, is a system of life in Christ Jesus. <laughs> the kingdom of God is a system of oppression in Christ Jesus. When you begin to live in Christ, hallelujah, you begin to walk in the kingdom because the kingdom is the expression of the very life of Christ. The kingdom is the expression of the very, amen, intentions of God. The kingdom is the very, amen, enfolgence, amen, of his wisdom, of his authority, of his power, hallelujah. The kingdom, amen, it speaks of the kingship, the lordship, the sovereignty of our Lord Jesus Christ. In the natural realm, when you talk about kingdom, you, 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 you envision a throne. And you envision this man who sits all right, on, on, the, on this big chair, you understand, with a crown on his head, with some, you know, you know uh, uh, royal robes around him, maybe with a scepter. You, you understand, you can envision all kinds of things. You know, the idea and the, the picture that men have painted, the picture that empires, you know, the Roman Empire, the Persian Empire, the, 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 the European Empire, the British Empire, you know, you know, all these empires that are painted to us are not even to be compared to the expression of what the kingdom of God is. Our minds are too limited to understand what the kingdom of God is. The imagination of men is too is too is too limit is too limited is too narrow, it's too myopic to comprehend. When the when the scripture defines and describes to us what the kingdom of God is, the human mind, the the unregenerated mind, the carnal mind cannot comprehend, cannot understand. No wonder when we when we talk about the kingdom, we come to certain conclusions. We 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 see certain pictures and images, and we 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 arrive at what we believe is the kingdom of God. <laughs> but Christ is beyond all of this, and His kingdom is beyond all of this. You know, a few days ago, I was reading the scripture, and Jesus was saying to Pilate, "If if 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 my kingdom is of this world, then my 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 disciples would have fought." <laughs> and I laughed. I laughed because I understand what He's saying. Because I've been tracking the kingdom of God. I've been tracking the kingdom of God by studying the life of Jesus Christ. And this is what he's introducing to us. And this is what I'm introducing to us. That if we are going to win in this last day. If we are going to overcome in this last day. If we're going to be victors. If we're going to be champions in this last day. If we're going to be amen, captains of, of, of companies in this last day. If we're going to carry out the intentions of God in this last day. We, we cannot afford amen, to mix our ideology of kingdom with what heaven amen is revealing to us if you mix the wine you're not going to get anything many of us are still struggling about amen, our identity in the things of the spirit 
Not to now begin to embrace amen, how the Lord described. You know, when you read the book of Revelation and you begin to see the description amen, of the throne, you begin to imagine, ask yourself, is this possible? When you begin to understand amen, the kind of creatures and the activity around the throne, your mind cannot comprehend what this dimension of life is all about. When you look at the things that Daniel described, amen, about the kingdom of God, I tell you, your mind is going to smoke. Your, your, your mind is going to be blown away, amen, by the descriptions of this, of this, of this dimension of life that is described by a man who, who just had a glimpse. When you look at the things that John saw earlier, I mean, this, the, the Bible says John fell at the feet of an angel and the angel said, abomination, you don't do this. I'm just, I'm just a minister like you. No wonder people can so mesmerize us with ideas and philosophy and, and rhetorics in, 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 in the guise of trying to describe and, and, and express what kingdom of God is. There is nothing, amen, that can so deceive us than people trying to give us understanding about the kingdom of God based on their own philosophy, based on their own experience, based on their own ideology. It's time we break away from every idea, from every voice and limitation and begin to say, God, bring me in. I want to come, I want to come to the place of ascendance. You see, you have to be invited. They say, come up higher. If you, if you have not learned to come up higher, Come up higher above the opinions of men. Come up higher above the limitations, amen, that, that you grew around. Come up higher beyond, amen, the, the, the philosophy that defines your environment, your home, family, community. Come up higher beyond, amen, the, the, the benchmark of, amen, how your teachers, amen, have explained and expressed the things of God to you. If you can't come up higher, listen to this, you will be limited to the things that limit men. Who defines to you the things of God? Who defines to you the ways of God? Who defines to you, amen, the acts of God and the activities of God? Who defines that to you? There are people today who want to use worldly standard to operate, to run the things of God. And they think, well, this thing sounds nice. It's, it's sound, it's, it sounds intelligent. God is not in the realm of intelligence. God is above intelligence. He's above your, your, your sense of excellence. He's above your sense of understanding. He's above your knowledge. The Bible says the, the wisdom of God, amen, is foolishness to the wisest of men. The wisdom of God is foolishness to the wisest of men. Nobody in our generation is as wise as Solomon. Nobody in this generation is as resource as David. <laughs> Nobody in this generation has experienced spiritual reality like Daniel. Show me that person. Bring me to the knowledge of that woman, that man. That have touched the things amen, that Esther, Deborah saw. And yet all of these are, are shadows of the things to come in Christ. All of these people are but shadows. They are but shadows. Now the Lord, hallelujah, said the substance has come. The reality has come. But the way into that reality sounds foolish to men. It looks so simple. 
It's not complicated. It's not, it's not something that, you know, is flashy and dazzling. The expression of this wisdom sounds like a child's play. <laughs> and so man conclude, this cannot be God. Is that not the same thing that the Pharisee did? They looked at their, their Savior. They said, this cannot be our Savior. When Jesus Christ came and was introduced to them as their redeemer, amen, as their king, they said, this cannot be our king. Don't you understand? No king gets to be born, amen, in Nazareth. No good thing come out of Nazareth. <laughs> our king is not to be born in Bethlehem. <laughs> they said, Bethlehem, though you are the least of all the tribes, but God has hidden his, his wisdom in you. When we don't understand this thing, we will be dazzled. And this is why the scripture says that if the days were not cut short, even the very elect will be deceived. Why will we be deceived? You cannot be deceived outside of things that you are not used to. Outside of things, amen, that you are not familiar. It is the familiar that deceives us. It is often not the familiar. It is the familiar. It is what you can relate to. It is what sound well to you. It is what, amen, you, you, you know, amen, sound good, sound intelligent. That is why the Bible talks about, amen, no one goes. If you want to walk with God, you don't touch the tree, the fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. There are people today, amen, you know, handling the things of God, amen, for us, you know, bringing the things of God to us partnering with the things of God but that are sourcing their life their wisdom their knowledge amen their capacity their capability from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil these people will not touch the things of the spirit they will never come into the holy of holy they will never come into the dimension amen of the glory of God the Bible says leave them in the outer court and I want to warn you if you're watching me don't interact with, with people that have been amen, limited to the outer courts. The outer court is left for them. And you will think, well, they're part of us. But they've been judged. They've been judged by walking in the outer court. But when you begin to talk about the holy things and the holies of holy, they cannot touch those things. They cannot comprehend them because amen, they are not part of the generations of the sons of Zadok. Friends, this is Zadok order. The people that we deal with, amen, are people who want to go on with the Lord. To go on with the Lord means you have to die to your wisdom. You have to die to your resource. You have to die to your skill. You have to die to your ways. You have to come to the place of complete, total obedience. Is that place that will pour life into you. Then you will do wonders. We cannot do wonders by our own knowledge. We cannot do wonders, amen, by human ability. We cannot do wonders. Have you noticed that the things that Daniel did in Babylon, amen, were not things that he claimed from some, you know, from, from some intellectual. No, they were not things that he got. No, no. They, they, were, they were people in Babylon who were intellectual. There's a brother God is using right now in America by the name Shane. Brother Shane, I came in contact with his music, I think about five, six years ago. Yeah, about five, six years ago on iTunes. I just fell in love with his music. Just an ordinary young man. In fact, if you look at him, he's, he's got a long hair and all of that. He's so unassuming. But this guy, you can see that the Lord, is, the Lord has dealt with him. 
The Lord is working in his life. Suddenly he began to converse that he wanted to, you know, uh, uh, you know, going for, uh, you know, one of the states in America as a senator. I'm not sure if he made it. But somehow this man became, became you know, a popular, you know, of voice on social media. I'm like, is this the same? Of course, it's the same person. But guess what? There is a move right now going on in America. God is awakening the people. God is using this man. You can go look for him on, on, on Facebook, social media. Why? Not because this man is talking something new, something strange. He's just calling people back, amen, to God. He's calling them back to God and God is using his music. You see, if God has given you a skill, he anoints that skill. Like David, when God gives you a skill and you, not, you allow him to anoint that skill, God will use that skill as a powerful weapon, amen, to advance his purpose, not your purpose. Not your intention, not your desire. Now that is what I'm talking about. You see, whatever power, whatever wisdom, whatever grace, whatever resource, whatever skill, creativity God has given to us, if it's not amen, bringing us to the end of ourselves such that those things begin to accelerate the purposes of God in a manner that nobody gives us the praise or the glory, <laughs> then we have not arrived. The church is getting to the point where the early day church got to when they began to fight themselves, you know, on, 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 on mundane things, on issues of doctrines, issues of, and I, I believe in doctrine. Please don't get me wrong. I do believe in doctrine. Without sound doctrine, we cannot accelerate the things of the spirit. Because doctrine is not just about, you know, you know theory and theology. Doctrine is about the person. It's about having the clarity of who Christ is. It's about the, it's about the, it's about the, 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 the revelation of Christ in all things. The balance of truth. What am I saying? We have to live above the opinions of men. Because that is where the Lord is bringing us into. You know, the people that waited in the upper room, they were ordinary people. Who love the Lord. That's all they had. That was their qualification. They love the Lord. There were all kinds of people. Amen. In that upper room. But they all had one thing in common. They loved the Lord. They, they wanted. Amen. That which the Lord has desired for their life. For their family. For their generation. To become a reality. So the Bible says they waited. Based on the, based on the word of the Lord. Tarry in Jerusalem. When we come to the place of total obedience, we begin to see the increase, the acceleration, the manifestation, amen, of the Spirit of God in our life, of the Spirit of Christ in our activity. Before I round up tonight, I just want to share two scriptures with us. When Nehemiah was finally sent by the king, To go, amen, and repair and fix the shattered wall and the burnt gate of Jerusalem. Nehemiah really did not have an idea of what was before him in terms of opposition. Nehemiah was not concerned about that. 
What Nehemiah was concerned about was his passion to want to restore, to want to see the restoration of the dignity. Talking about that, you know, we, we, we did a write-up on this, on this uh, concept of Nehemiah last year. I was reading through that material again a few days ago. Excellent material that I want to recommend. I'm going to be, you know, sharing the link again, you know, with us. Please, I beg of you, go back and read this. That, that article is going to change your life. It's going to build some capacity, put some resource into your spirit. Amen. Remember, when I talk about the, 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 the reformation of Nehemiah, beautiful, excellent material that will, I tell you, it will change your values, understanding about what ministry is, because what we are about, amen, is to prepare the 21st century, amen, ministers to prepare, hallelujah, a platform of how we can accelerate and walk, amen, in that which is required of us effectively in this last day, not just effectively, but also efficiently, alright, so that material I want to recommend for you, the, the reformation of Neymar, we did that last year, several materials that we put out, amen, and our material is relevant, amen, to what is going on, amen, in our day, both politically, amen, economically, amen, socially, amen, the material is relevant to your spiritual, financial, economic, transformational development, you want to read that, so Nehemiah began to engage the concept of development and transformation. His, his intention was, amen, to restore, amen, the dignity, the shattered dignity, amen, of the people of God. He was the only one, but there were opposition. But Nehemiah was not seeing the opposition. All Nehemiah knew is that, amen, God has placed a burden in his heart and the king has, has sanctioned him to go. And the scripture said, amen, in fact, let me go back to Thank you, Father. In chapter 1, of course, chapter 1 was where they told him about, you know, the, the challenge of what was going on. The, the broken walls, the shattered, you know, uh, 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 the burnt gates. In, in chapter 2, he began to pray, he began to develop burden. All right, in chapter 3, of course, chapter 2, the, the king had given him, you know, permission to leave, you know, uh, uh, the land of Babylon to go and, and, and carry out this project. Chapter 3, we begin to see, amen, the project, amen, at work. The Bible says in verse, in verse 1 of chapter 3, Eliashib, the high priest, there are three people that the scripture dealt with, all right, in, in terms of the, rep the repairing, the rebuilding of, of the walls, the gates, and of course the temple. You, if, you, if you read, you know, the book of Ezra, you will see these people there. Of course, if you also read the book of Agai, powerful material, powerful material. Those are my core. Agai, Ezra, amen, Nehemiah, those are my core. Those are the place that we, we, we are built on, hallelujah, because our desire, our intention, our mission, amen, is to restore nation, is to build. And restoring nation starts with, amen, rebuilding lives. It's not just rebuilding infrastructure. There are people that are called, all right, that want to build infrastructure. That's good. We have also built infrastructure in time past. But infrastructure without, amen, restoring the spirituality, the dignity of the people, the idea identity of the people listen to this is of no use and i've seen that particularly here in south africa all right that that building infrastructure is not enough you have to restore you have to build you have to you have to bring the people back to amen the place of their true what the place of their true dignity and identity and if you don't do that they will develop a sense of false false dignity which is expressing pride
So there is a need for teaching priests. There's a need for Ezra. There's a need for, you know, some uh, uh, Agai. There's a need for, you know, uh, uh, Zerubbabel. There's a need for, you know, uh, uh, Joshua. There's a need for, amen, you know, for Eliashib. You know, there's a need for all these people. These, these are people, these, these are spiritual technology. And, 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 and they are technocrats that allow us, amen, to function within, amen, the, 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 the grace of the restoration and the spirit of reformation. So in chapter 3, the Bible says, Eliashib, the high priest, and his fellow priest went to work and rebuild the ship gate. Of course, we understand that the ship gate is the point, is the place where you know uh, uh, people begin to get, you know, develop and transform spiritually. Redemption begin to take place at the ship gate. That was the that was the first gate, if if I'm not mistaken. All right, that was rebuilt. All right, but the Bible says Eliashib, Amen, rebuild the ship gate because that gate, Amen, also deals with, Amen, the the, the coming in, the, the the inflow of the values of God, of the ways of God, of the word of God, of the desires of God, of the of the glory of God back into a society. All right, they they rebuilt they rebuilt the ship gate and then they went to the concept of you know the fish gate and all of that and all of those gates I I spoke about them I talked about them in our material if you read the reformation that that material put together on the reformation of Nehemiah you will understand the meaning of each of those gates those gates represent an access point amen to transformation to reformation be it in the world of in a business marketplace amen they represent a position of authority restored leadership governance amen administration amen even in the political sphere we talked about all of that but what but, but but what i really want to bring to your attention again tonight before we begin to round up amen is in chapter four and i know that i've been mentioning chapter four for some time now and that is because you and i amen are going to come to this point and we need to know how to deal with you will notice that you know certain gates all right, has been restored before chapter 4, you know, kicked in. In chapter 4, the verse 1, the Bible says, When Sambalat heard that we were rebuilding the wall, he became angry and was greatly, in, you know, incensed. He was greatly incensed and he ridiculed the Jew. And, amen, and, 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 and he ridiculed the Jew before the presence of his associate, amen, and the armies of Samaria who have occupied the gates, amen, of Jerusalem. And he said, what are these feeble Jews doing? Look at what, you know, uh, uh, um, Sambalat called, you know, the Jews. He called them feebles. You know, when something is feeble, it means that thing is weak. It means that thing has no capacity, has no functionality. All right? It's like, it's like that thing has become a vegetable. You have no capacity. You have no sense to reason. All right? You have you, you, you become, you know, uh, incapacitated. All right? You, you have no ability to do anything for yourself. Amen? You become a liability. He called them feeble Jews. That was his opinion. But I want to ask you, amen, the opinions of Sambalat, did it affect, amen, the, 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 the assignment, the call of Nehemiah? Because this is very important. What people say to you, how people say things to you, how people challenge you, how people view you, how people, you know, look at you, how people understand you, how the environment look at you matters. 
It matters in the sense that, amen, the way you see yourself and respond to, amen, their opinion will impact, will affect how you're going to carry out your assignment. That is a point that I want to make tonight. Because if you don't deal with, amen, how people see you, how the world, how the environment, amen, how society, how your family, friend, loved ones, amen, you know, view you. If you don't know how to handle that, if you don't know how to respond, if you don't know how to stand your ground, if you don't know how to amen defend yourself certain times you need to defend yourself defending yourself doesn't mean that uh, you 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 start fighting no it just means that you know who you are and you need to take your stand amen you need to take your stand on on your own true identity if you don't take your stand amen it's easy for people to to write you off in the days of the cancel culture today we live in in a society amen that want to cancel you if if you are not flowing if you are not adhering all right if you are not saying yes and yes man to what they believe all right if you are not bowing to their opinion earlier if you're not sucking up to their idea of what they think you are listen to this they will cancel you cancel you means that you no longer exist they're doing that today in america and and even here in south africa is part of that spirit of racism is part of that spirit amen of prejudice it, they will cancel it's like you do not you don't exist even if what you're saying is relevant just for the fact that you do not believe in what they say about you or you do not give in to their opinion they will make sure all right that they ostracize you now, if you don't know how to deal with issues like this, you will not have the ability, capacity, the nerves, the courage to rise up, amen, above, amen, their opinions to be able to carry out, to be able to function and, 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 and express what the Father, amen, will have you express on his behalf. So it deals with the issues of identity. This is something that we have to understand if we're going to rise up, amen. If we're going to, amen, carry out the purpose of God. Men may look at you and say, where did you come from? Who are you? Who permits you? Who gave you the audacity, the strength, the capacity? Where did you get the resource for, from to build? Who gave you the authority to do what you're doing? All right. Who permitted you? People will challenge you. Circumstance will challenge you. There are systems that have been set in place. All right. I mean, we've read this in the book of Zechariah. The Bible says, for these are the horns sometimes the horns are not just principalities and power those horns sometimes amen are people they're the opinions of men they're the ideas of men when jesus amen in matthew 16 came to the place because uh, you know town called Caesarea philippa Caesarea philippa is a place that expresses amen opinions that expresses opinions when jesus christ came to Caesarea philippa at the gate of Caesarea philippa you've heard me preach on this every time he asked this disciple who do men say the son of man is why would jesus bother about amen <laughs> the opinions of men about him of course he is not like he's bothering but he wanted amen his disciple to know something Jesus was not bothered about, you know, what people think about him. Just like I'm not bothered about what people think about me. But I'm bothered. I am very worried about what he thinks about me. Because what matters here, amen, is about, amen, what God thinks, what the Father thinks. And when, amen, the Father thinks good of you, I tell you, the Bible says, he will cause even your enemies to be at peace with you. That's the way I want to prosper. I don't want to prosper by, by trying to struggle my own my own way and trying to force my own way and try to you know you know try to carry and do things by my own strength for by strength shall no man prevail. 
You cannot succeed in this day where amen, the standard hallelujah, is so high, where amen, all, all, everything amen, has, been, has been designed to change and to work against those who follow the ways of righteousness. So if you're going to win in this last day, it's not just by your righteousness. You have to know amen, that you trust in the Lord with all your heart and you're not leaning onto your own understanding. In all your ways, you're acknowledging Him. He directs your ways. He directs your path. That is what I'm talking about. If you have not come to this understanding, you're going to give in to the lies of the enemy. You're going to give in. The devil is going to use your brother to speak lie to you. They're going to whisper all kinds of fear, all kinds of, you know, uh, uh, inferiority, all kinds of ideas into your brain. And you're going to find yourself, amen, start shutting down where you're supposed to be rising up, where you're supposed to be advancing, where you're supposed to be engaging, where you're supposed to be building up, amen. You will begin to feel as if you're unworthy. You don't have what it takes just because somebody will whisper to you just because somebody point out amen a weakness to you guess what the lord saw the weakness before he empowered you when somebody had heard have you noticed that it's when you are engaging in the things that will advance the intentions of god for your life that you are opposed the most Nobody opposes you when you're not doing anything. When you are not going forward. When you are not building. When you are not encouraging. When you are not seeking to repair the broken walls. When you are not seeking to repair the bond gates. Nobody, nobody sees you. Nobody knows you. Have you noticed this? When you begin to climb the ladder hallelujah, of impact and success. Amen. And, and deliverance and grace. That all eyes now begin to focus on you. That's why you should not be premature, amen, in the things of God. You should not begin to show yourself when it's not time. You should not begin to reveal yourself. I want to use myself as an example. You know, there have been years that nobody knows about me. We're just doing things, all right, underneath, underneath. And, and still till to today, I don't announce myself. We just do things. The lives, the people that we are imparting. We don't announce it. We don't talk about it. We just do what we need to do. In fact, a lot of people think our ministry is limited, amen, to Facebook. Unfortunately, they, they're missing it. Facebook is just a place where we express, amen, where we invite people, amen, to partake, to share of the things that we're doing. Half, 90% of our work, amen, are done on what price? The articles, tons of articles that we've been that, that we've been writing, amen. Messages that we've been preaching, amen. That that, that that has been blessing lives. We've got people connected to us from various parts of the world. And we don't announce it. We're not one of those people who announce because we follow the values and the principles of the kingdom of God. Alright? What is the what is the principles of the kingdom of God? I must decrease, he must increase. When you are doing things to increase, to show yourself, then God is no longer in that thing. But don't take our silence, amen, for granted. Don't take that, amen, as stupidity. Don't take that as something that, amen, uh, 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 that means that we don't know what we're doing. We've, we are very, very clued up. Because, amen, we build their wisdom. Wisdom is building this house. So Sambala look at Nehemiah, even though Nehemiah came from the king, even though Nehemiah came from the king, was sent by the king, Sambala overlooked that and he saw Alilea, his native identity as a Jew and he condemned him. He canceled him. You're unable. You don't have what it takes. 
How many times have you decided to do something but, just, but for the fact that you came from certain parts of the world, for the fact that you wear certain skin, for the fact that you speak amen, in a certain way, for the fact that you have certain, you know, uh, 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 you know God knows what. Suddenly it's like you, you don't have what it takes. Suddenly it's like you don't have the capability. Every part of your life is designedly configured, is well thought of. Every aspect of your life, your failures, your mistakes, your lack, your need, your limitation, they are all part of a package. I, you know, just before I began to, just before I became, you know, they came to broadcast, I was looking at Jeremiah. In fact, did, did I open it? Yeah. Open it up. <laughs> when the Lord called Jeremiah, it was a priest, just like any other priest in the land. But something happened. The Lord, amen, baptized this man to be a prophet. The word of the Lord came, verse 4, Jeremiah chapter 1. I'm talking about living above the limitation, the opinions of man. If God, if heaven is you know, giving you capacity, if heaven is resourcing you, if there are things heaven is downloading into your life, stop looking at your space. Stop looking at the people around you. If I, if I look at my space and the people around me, I will, I will never be where I am today. I will never be doing what the Lord, amen, is, is, is empowering me to do. When God began to speak to me about stepping into, you know, the, 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 the social media space. Guess what? I was saying no to the Lord because, Lord, I, I, I don't know how to speak. I, 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 no, no, I'm, I, I can't communicate. No, I, I gave God a thousand and one reason. I'm also I told the Lord, no, I don't want to be part of those, you know, TV evangelists. I don't want to be part of, you know, this they, every time they see on video, you know, on TV. No, I don't want to be part of that. The Lord said, no, I've called you and this is where you're going to be functioning. You see, when God anoints you for something, he graces you for that thing. He enables you for that thing. He had thought of all the fears and limitations and yet he packages you. Here's the word of the Lord. Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 4 says, The word of the Lord came to me saying, Before I formed you, before I formed you, listen to this, before I got formed you. <laughs> For those people who, who think, well, uh, uh, they, they have the authority, you know, to abort a child just because, all right, they, they don't want the child. Sorry, you're making a mistake. You are killing, amen. That which heaven amen, has placed there, that which heaven has formed before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Life began in God before the formation even began in the womb. Before I formed you, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. How clear can it get? I appointed you. I formed you. I set you apart. I appointed 
appointed you. Those three words stood out for me. I formed you before I formed you, before you were born. I have set you apart as a prophet. I tell people, I'm a prophet. I am a prophet. My prophetic ministry is not one that came because somebody lay hand on me. I've been prophesying in my mother's womb. I've been so named a prophet. Amen. Before I came to this world, before I began to speak, the prophetic spirit of God was working in my life. I told people, amen, my mother gave birth to me, amen, on a crusade ground. That is why when I hear, hallelujah, lives, amen, being touched, when I see life being imparted for God, something on the inside of me rises up. Why? Because I was born on a crusade ground, literally. I wasn't born in an hospital. I was born when my mother was praying. When people were on fire for the Lord. So pardon me, if, if you can't take the heat, there's nothing the devil can do to destroy my life, to destroy my calling of ministry. No, it's too late. This guy has been marked. <laughs> the challenges, the, the battles that I faced in my life were all part amen, of God's program. They were the curriculum. They were the school. They were my tutors. They were my, they were my tutorials. They were my schoolmaster. So I'm not afraid of battle. That's why I have no I, I have I have I, I have no regard for anyone who has no regard for God. No matter who they are, no matter how close they are to me. No. That's the work of a prophet. Functioning in a prophetic gift is different from one called to be a prophet. That's why I tell people, forget about calling me a prophet. You don't need to call me a prophet to, for me to know that I'm a prophet. <laughs> Even if I don't want, I am. Because that's who I am. You can't wake up one day and say your name is no longer Isaiah Phillips. <laughs> Sorry. You, you must be speaking to somebody else. Before I formed you, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet, not as an apostle, not as a teacher, not as somebody, but as a you are my mouthpiece. That's what it means to be a prophet. The way a prophet speaks is different from any, any other person. Appointed you as a prophet to the nations, not just to one place. That's why we've got a burden for nations. I have a burden for this nation. I have a burden for United States. I have a burden for my nation. I have a burden earlier for the continent. I have a burden for Europe. I have a burden even for China. There are people amen, in China that needs to be saved. In North Korea, we have a burden there. We have a burden for people all across. We have a burden for people in Syria. In Palestine, we have a burden for them. As we have burden, amen, for the Israelis. We have a burden for the Palestinians. We have a burden for the Libyans. Hallelujah. We have a burden, amen, for the Cameroonians. As they are fighting war, amen, fighting among themselves. We have a burden. We are praying. We are seeking God to intervene. We have a burden for the Caribbeans. We have a burden, amen, for Fiji Island. We have a burden, amen, for Tanzania. We have a burden for Africa. We have a burden for Asia. As a prophet to the nations. Verse 7, but Lord, he said, 
I'm but a child. I cannot speak. Verse 7 says, but the Lord said to you, don't you say you're a child. Don't you allow your opinion to stop you, to limit you from what I have ordained you to be. You are a prophet that I'm raising for this 21st century. You're watching me. I want to say to you, you are a prophet that God is empowering. The heaven is anointing. The heaven has set aside for this season and time. Get up and begin to believe what God has ordained you for. Don't let, amen, how you look at yourself, what people say about you, how the environment shape and define you to stop you from becoming what heaven has ordained you to be. It's not by accident that you're watching me, that you're listening tonight. I said it's not by accident. It's not by chance that you're listening, that you're watching me tonight. You're a prophet sent to the nations. Do not say I am a child. Do not say I cannot speak. Do not say I do not have what it takes. Do not say I'm just but a colored person. Do not say I'm just but a black person. Do not think, amen, that because your environment has impoverished you, because you come from, amen, a society where apartheid are trying to disfigure and dehumanize you, arise and take your place, shine for the glory of God. The Lord said to him, do not say it. I'm only a child. You must go to everyone. Everyone I sent you. You know, that is something a lot of people have found strange about me. I am not shy to bring the word of the Lord to you. Respectfully, I will tell you what I believe the Lord has dropped in my spirit. Even, even, even if we are the most closest person. Even if we have the most closest friend, if the word of the Lord says, take this word of rebuke, amen, to Sally, Sally, get ready because you're going to hear the word of the Lord. I'm going to bring it to you. I'm not going to bring it in, in a prideful way, but I'm going to let you know this is what I perceive. I believe the Lord is saying to me. I remember, you know, years ago, the, the word of the Lord came to me, particularly a friend of mine. He said, go give this word to this person. And I looked at this word. This word is so heavy. I mean, if this word was given to me, I guess I'm going to, you know, going to fight a little bit. But God, get, I knew, I checked my spirit again and again and again. The Lord says, Take, you better go. Call my friend, gave him the word. It was heavy. I knew, I knew it was heavy for him to take. He shook him to the core. Because it's a word of rebuke. It's a word, amen, that, that shook. I did what I need to do as a prophet. See, the work of a prophet is, I think, is the most, is the most lonely, is the most, <laughs> is the most heaviest work. You don't, you don't want to take that work if you're not called. It's a lonely road, it's a lonely path, but you're never alone. Do not say I'm a child. You must go to everyone I send you. And to everywhere, amen, I command you. Do not be afraid. Heaven is taking away our fear. You know, the kind of fear that is coming in our days is different from the kind of fear people had, you know, some 5, 10, 20 years ago, maybe 30 years ago. 
the fear of this new day you're dealing with the fear of corona you're dealing with the fear of vaccine you're dealing with the fear of you know lack of trust with government you're dealing with all kinds of you know fear fear from everywhere they're telling you if you don't wear your mask you're going to die so now you you wear masks they say now you're you're short of breath all kinds of things i tell you there are all kinds of fear our day is infested with fear how do you live in a day like this? In a day like this, <laughs> you have to trust God. You have to believe what God has said, or else you're gonna die before your time. You're gonna die of fear. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid of them. I am with you. The antidote, listen to this: the antidote to fear is the presence of God. Let me repeat it again. The antidote to fear, the fear of man, the fear of future, the fear of lack, the fear of sickness, the fear of death, the fear of disease. The antidote to fear, whatever that fear is, is the presence of God. With the presence of God, you have courage, you have boldness, amen. You have a sense of continuity, you have a sense of eternity. I am with you. I will rescue you, declares the Lord. That's the word of the Lord, friends. I'm going to round up here tonight. What is the opinion of men that you're afraid of? What is the opinion of men that you are afraid of? Let's leave the other scripture for another time. Because of time. Most of this network has not been too okay tonight but let me ask you tonight if there's anything that you're afraid of that could hinder or you feel is hindering you or maybe it's the opinion of men maybe it's the op even the opinion of doctors there's a physician maybe it's the opinion of the lawyer there's an advocate Maybe it's the opinion, amen, of somebody who you believe are more skilled than you. Well, there is one who is called the wisdom himself, Christ. <laughs> Maybe it's the opinion of some leader or some king or some prince. Where there is a God that is called the Prince of Peace. The Lord of Lords, the King of Kings. What's, 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 what's that thing? Who is that thing? What is the Sambalat that say you cannot build? When God has killed you, when God has resourced you, when the favor of God has released you to go build, who is the Tobiah? What name are they calling you that is limiting you? Come on. Rise up. Take your place tonight. I said, rise up. Take your place tonight. Are you going to believe in the opinions of men? Or are you going to believe in what God says? Oh, well, I cannot speak. Who says God cannot touch your lips? He will touch your lips. He will touch your ability to coordinate. There is nothing, absolutely nothing, impossible for him or her, the heaven 
has called. Absolutely nothing is impossible. For with God, nothing shall be impossible. The word, when the word of God comes into your life, it changes your status. Ah, come on, that's a word for somebody. When, when the word of God came into my life, it changed my status. I told you. I told you, I started life as a, as a stammerer. I started life, or I, you know, as a, as a dyslexics. I had a chronic dyslexia. That was how I started life. I, I, I've told you guys, growing up, they call me coconut head. Nothing gets into this head. Because I just forget like that. <laughs> but when heaven reaches me, I see, I got to the end of myself. I, I, I came to a day in my life. I said, Lord, you know, like Jabez, you've got to, you've got to, you've got to shift things in my life, Lord. I came to a point like Jacob. I wrestle with God. I say, Lord, use me. Just, just take whatever you need to take away. Listen, even the burden to be used. I, I didn't, I didn't put that burden in me because I, I grew up, you know, very bitter with God, not trusting, not believing in God. In fact, at the point in my life, I never believed God exists because I looked at my life and I said, "How can God exist with all of this?" After all, they say God is good, God is kind, God is loving. You know, there cannot be a God with all these issues that I've been through. From the age of five, amen, I was taken from my parents. Lived from one house, you know, uncle to another. Oh, I said, this cannot be God. God, no. I grew up a bitter person. But God, when he was ready, he came into my life and he transformed my life. It was not, you know, a, an instant thing. But it was a gradual process. But then I knew. And this is why I can, I can, I can, I can, you know, declare this word even to one or two or three. I'm not moved by numbers because if I can touch one, you see, I'm, I'm a, I'm a one that is giving a message. Amen. The voice of one crying. I'm crying to one person. If you are that one person that I'm speaking to tonight, my job is done. I'm not a crowd person. I'm a cloud person. I follow the cloud. I don't follow crowd. I follow the, in fact, when I see crowd, I run away. I run from crowd. But I seek for that one person. One. One. This is what God is looking for. If I can find one among them. God is not a crowd person. He, 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 he sent his son to save the world. But guess what? If the world refuses, the world will go to hell. In the days of Noah. Hallelujah. There were just eight people that got saved. While the gospel was preached. Amen. For 120 years thereabout. Amen. Through the life of Noah. They didn't believe him. God not said, well, well, let's just take everybody. Everybody, you know, let my people go. Let's just take everybody in. No, no, no. You have to come. You have to accept. You have to, you have to come to the order, to the standard. That's why he's sending amen, men to go preach. How will they hear without the preacher? I told you some time ago, 
preaching walk, when we preach the word of God, the will of God, the counsel of God, that is the most noble thing to do on earth. We live in a day where people no longer have respect, where people no longer have honor for the ministry, for the people who carry. I know people have taken advantage. I know there are people who are called charlatans, who are who are just merchants of the things of God. But guess what? There are still people who believe in the in the sacredness, who believe in the sanctity, who believe in the holiness of the things of God, who believe in the word of God. And those people we need to honor them Not dishonor them Thank God for other professions The word of God is not a profession It's a calling It's a grace That we are gifted and That's why when God calls He doesn't call the nobles He doesn't call those who, who, who have perfected themselves To be called of God No, when you try to perfect yourself to be called of God. Heaven doesn't call you. Because <laughs> you, will, you will go out there. Amen. And blow your own trumpet. And think you are somebody when you are nothing. But when you are nothing. God calls you. Amen. He, he, he prepares you. He perfects you. He skills you. He graces you. He sends you out. When you go out there and do the work. You give all glory to him. When I look at the materials that we write in the, the books. The articles. I mean I fall on my knees. And I give glory to God. Because I know this is not the work of Isaiah. This can only be God. I give him glory. Hallelujah. We honor you, Father. Thank you, Father, for that man, for that woman. Thank you so much, Stidioni. Thank you for joining tonight. Thank you, Father, for everyone that will be listening to this broadcast. We pray for them. I pray for them. The same grace, the same spirit. Let there be a stirring. Oh, Rabakayando, Roma Sekibeyada Baba. Gambrani, let there be a prophetic unction in their life to rise above their fear, their limitation, their disqualification, the opinions of men, the ideas of men. Rise up and enter into the day. Of divine representation. Be graced. Be favored. Be endowed. Be endued. Receive impartation. Receive the touch of heaven. Let the word of God become life to you. Real to you. Grace to you. Let the word of God come to you. Let the word elevate you out of fear and doubt. Come into the day of truth, rest, power. Bear the grace and the call of the second man, the last Adam. Come into the kingdom realm. See yourself from the light of truth. Walk in the power of grace. Oh, Father, thank you. Begin to walk in the spirit of fertility. Begin to walk in that realm where you become fertile. Fruitfulness. In the name of Jesus. Expansion, increase of, of creativity, direction. Yes. Illuminate their mind, their heart, oh God. Father, bring them to the place of rest in you. For the glory of your name. I thank you. I honor you, oh God. For this word 
I have spoken your heart, your mind. There's so much to say. But because of time, Lord, we'll keep it for tomorrow, some other day. Thank you for what your spirit, once again, have implanted in the heart of everyone. The few that have tuned in tonight, let this seed penetrate the very core, the very recess of their existence, their mind, their heart, their faculty. Engage this truth, O oh God. Father, let there be a revolution in their life, O oh God. Let there be a transformation, a revival, a renewal, an awakening, a power of change. Come to you now. Receive your healing. Receive deliverance. Receive the spirit of change, transformation. Receive in the name of Jesus the grace to enter into that which heaven has ordained for you. Father, we honor your name. Glorify you. Thank you. Oh, hallelujah. May this word continue to build your people up. And give them, oh God, an inheritance among them that are sanctified. To the glory of your name. I bless you, Father. I praise your name. In Jesus' name. Amen. And amen. Oh, hallelujah. Glory to God. Well, we have once again come to the end of this broadcast. This is a word that I believe tonight. It's a life-changing word. I could feel the life, the power, the impartation of the Spirit of God flowing through me tonight and Bible says virtue left him I believe virtue has left me tonight to change to transform to reform somebody's life thank you everyone for being part of this broadcast I want to pray that the spirit of the Lord will continue to build you up will continue to resource you I want to pray that this word that has left this place this uh, arena will not return to God void but this word will accomplish this word will accomplish every word every desire every intention the heaven has ordained and desire for you you are highly blessed don't let the enemy rob you of the things that heaven as ordained for you. Continue to remain in the ambience of this present truth. Let this word continue to build you up. Let this word continue to encourage you. God bless you. I pray may God continue to release his goodness and grace into your space. By God's grace, we should be here again tomorrow. Have yourself a wonderful, blessed evening. God bless you. Good night.